We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We seek blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. <coughs> uh, beginning conversations on the novel Silence by Shusaku Endo. Uh, first, we are going to go through the foreword uh, written by Martin Scorsese, who is the director of the film based on the book. Forward. How do you tell the story of Christian faith? The difficulty, the crisis of believing. How do you describe the struggle? There have been many great 20th century novelists devote, drawn to the subject. Graham Greene and, of course, Francois Mariac, Georges Bernanos, and from his very own particular perspective, Shusako Endo. So, usually when fiction in Muslim tradition, uh, historical fiction, is addressing the matter of belief, uh, the books are didactic. They're teaching something. Uh, but how many books are there that actually speak about the struggle of faith uh, and purely addressing that without giving any answers? That's, uh, that's what, what this book will do. And we're going to look at it through a lens as Muslim readers. And then Scorsese says, When I use the word particular, I am not referring to the fact that Endo is Japanese. In fact, it seems to me that silence, his greatest novel and one that has become increasingly precious to me as the years have gone by, is precisely about the particular and the general. And it is finally about the first overwhelming the second. So the particular being your own struggles with faith um, and then contrasted with the general uh, challenges of faith. He continues, Endo himself had great difficulty reconciling his Catholic faith with Japanese culture. This is one of the questions that Muslims in 2017 wrestle with regarding their Islam. How do you reconcile Islam with American culture? And part of it includes just the particulars of American culture, and part of it includes things like American policy, foreign policy, domestic policy. So Sir Scorsese continues, So it was not historical research but his own experience that drew him to the stories of the Portuguese missionaries of the 17th century who were forced to apostatize. So what's the backstory here? That there are these missionaries, Jesuit missionaries from Portugal who go to Japan to preach, but the Japanese are trying to weed out all the Christians under the accusation that they are secretly trying to subvert the society through colonization and such. And, and many of these missionaries then give up their Catholicism. So he continues, he understood the conflict of faith, the necessity of belief, fighting the voice of experience. The voice that always urges the faithful, the questioning faithful, to adapt their beliefs to the world they inhabit, their culture. So again, same point. How do you adapt your beliefs to the culture that you are in, especially if the culture keeps changing? How do you adapt your beliefs in such a way that you do not lose the integrity of your culture. Christianity is based on faith, but if you study its history, you see that it's had to adapt itself over and over again, always with great difficulty, in order that faith might flourish. That's a paradox, and it can be an extremely painful one. On the face of it, believing and questioning are antithetical. This is a very fascinating point, that faith yields questions whose answers may not be satisfying to the questioning. That's the paradox. Yet I believe they go hand in hand. One nourishes the other. Questioning may lead to great loneliness, 
But if it coexists with faith, true faith, abiding faith, it can end in the most joyful communion. This is a fascinating choice of words. This is very Christian language. It's this painful, paradoxical passage from certainty to doubt to loneliness to communion that Endo understood stands so well. It renders so clearly, carefully, and beautifully in silence. So, what is the pathway? You begin with certainty. When you're in an environment where your faith is not being challenged, it's very easy to have certainty. And then when your faith starts getting challenged, you get hit with doubt. And then as you are wrestling... Excuse me. As you are wrestling with doubt, that leads to an inevitable loneliness... Aloneness in the wilderness, where then, inshallah, in this paradigm, you then find communion, you then find redemption. Sebastian Rodriguez dis- represents what you might call the best and brightest of the Catholic faith. There were once men of the church, the old priest of Torsi tells the young sickly priest of Ambricourt, and Bernardo's diary of a country priest. And Rodriguez would most certainly have been one of those men, stalwart, unbending in his will and his resolve unshakable in his faith, if he had stayed in Portugal, that is. Instead, he is tested in a very special and especially painful way. He is placed in the middle of another hostile culture, Japan, during a late stage in a protracted effort to rid itself of Christianity. Rodriguez believes with all his heart that he will be the hero of a Western story that we all know very well, the Christian allegory. He will be the Christ figure with his own Gethsemane, a patch of woods, and his own Judas, a miserable wretch named Kichijiro. In fact, this is the faith that befalls his fellow missionary, Father Garape. And then slowly, masterfully, Endo reverses the tide. Why am I being kept alive, Rodrigo wonders. Rodriguez wonders. Where is my martyrdom, my glorious martyrdom? His Japanese captors have a keener understanding of Christianity than he realizes, and he is given a different role altogether, although no less meaningful. Silence is the story of a man who learns so painfully that God's love is more mysterious than he knows, that he leaves much more to the ways of men than we realize, and that he is always present, even in his silence. For me, it is the story of one who begins on the path of Christ and who ends replaying the role of Christianity's greatest villain, Judas. He almost literally follows in his footsteps. In so doing, he comes to understand the role of Judas. This is the one, one of the most painful dilemmas in all of Christianity. What was Judas's role? What was expected of him by Christ? What is expected of him by us today? With the discovery of the Gospel of Judas, these questions have become even more pres- uh, pressing. Endo looks at the problem of Judas more directly than any other artist I know. He understood that in order for Christianity to live, to adapt itself to other cultures, historical moments... It needs not just the figure of Christ, but the figure of Judas as well. I picked up this novel for the first time almost 20 years ago. I've reread it countless times since then, and I am now preparing to adapt it as a film. It has given me a kind of sustenance that I have found in a way few, very, very few works of art. In only a very few works of art, I leave you with Silence by the great Chisako Endo. So this is Martin Scorsese speaking about his, the effect that this book has had on him, and the movie has had a profound effect on me. And we'll continue with discussions. Wa akhirat da'wanan, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.